It is a good evening. It is. I'm going to have a lot of nightmares after rewatching this episode. Um, yeah, I told you earlier. I was like, oh, I'm going to rewatch too, right? And I instantly regretted doing that when they showed the flashback to the fight of Cody and Janelle. Mm-hmm. When she told them to fuck off with all that. Um, yeah, and I was instantly triggered by that scene in a way that it had not triggered me before. And I don't know why. Like, maybe it was just like, it is just, I mean, I'd seen it so many times. They've shown it, that clip so many times. Like, you'd think I'd be numb to it. But I guess it just was like the final. Like, okay, that was it. 800,000 yeah. times is fine, but 800,001 wasn't. I feel like they also added in more. There was a little bit more content with the fight. Or maybe I'm just... I've just seen it so many times. It just all looks the same, but um, I yeah, feel like every time it, I watch it, I get more and more out of it. Like, as far yeah, as maybe that's it or like the different context. Cause we're watching it now from the, like the reunion. I don't know. Like, or the reunion one-on-ones mm-hmm. anyway. Hi, welcome hi. back to the broadcast. We're getting this. this is, uh, we are going to talk about the first part of the sister wives one-on-ones, but first, Oh my God. Can we talk about the show coming back in two weeks? One week? Two weeks? The show? The show that's coming back on TV. A Thousand Pound Sisters? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. So excited. So We're going to have to start our Fat Fridays again. Yes. Our, um, the, on the, the little Spotify rap thing. Um, the, I mean, keep in mind, this is only Spotify numbers, right? Not like apple or whatever and i always forget spotify is there because i use apple but um it had like our number one episode was like the the sister white or the thousand pound sisters really was one of the thousand pound sisters episodes like like the season premiere or something like that what yeah which which i was like oh okay (laughs) Um, I thought our sister wife's coverage was, was, you know, high, but anyway, I don't know. We'll see. So, um, but yes, so excited to bring that back. Yes, we absolutely hundred percent will be watching and covering it. Um, did you see the trailer or the preview or whatever you want to call it? I did not. I did not. I'm trying to like avoid watching it until right. Cause it'll get me too excited for the show. <laughs> I like the same with the sister wives. Like, um, I did it with sister wives. I did it with, yeah, like I do, I'm doing it with a lot of, I'm trying not to watch the previews because it spoils it a little bit, but also like, I just want to like, I want it, I want to (laughs) be like excited by, you know what I mean? Like, like it excites me and and I I don't like having to wait. So Mm -hmm. anyway, yeah. Itchy, itchy. I won't ruin anything for you then. Yes. Don't ruin it for me. No um sister wives so we're talking about sister wives episode 15 one-on-one part one yeah i like how (laughs) when they started off this episode everyone's in their own houses doing their makeup and packing and whatnot right and everyone was making memes out of robin doing her mascara saying it was her eyebrows or whatever sharpie (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> all that meme floating around the internet 
Oh my god, yeah, it was that one was pretty funny. So yeah, they're getting ready and they're all they're going or whatever. And um the the question I kept hearing was why didn't Cody and Robin drive together? I yeah. typed that in my notes. Why? There could be 18 million different reasons why it made sense to take separate cars. They're the same person is interviewing them. They can't obviously both go at the same time, right? It's like Robin sitting in the dressing room while Cody's out in front for however many hours like it makes there's there's a million different reasons why it would make sense not to drive together yeah plus they would probably open up more without the other person there and yeah I mean they're probably different times we got Cody at noon and Robin at whatever you know what I mean yeah Lord knows they can't afford more than like a team you know a few people producer wise and they've only got Suki doing the interviewing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they've only got one interviewer like she can't clone herself and i guess and there's a lot of people that would be glad that she couldn't clone herself because of course oh my god she's such a bad host dude the hosts you people have really high expectations for these hosts i guess because i'm like i, I they're fine because I expect them to be part of the cast i don't expect them to be giving any more insight than the producers intentionally it's gave because they have an earpiece in and the producers are telling them what to say exactly. literally exactly but like be bad at production people like, be bad at production sean sean's a terrible host for 90 days dude she has a script too like everybody does i know? will say when we did um god we we did a couple of the the tell-all and we did that other show i can't even think of the word right now anyways um she was really sweet she was really, really nice, yeah, but nice. she had an earpiece in and was going along with stuff. So yeah. there's that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The leaked, the leaked footage of the time they did it all on on YouTube, Zoom or whatever, and the YouTube link got like got leaked. Um, all that. I footage. forgot about that. The entire we had like fourteen hours worth of footage. That's and, right. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and so Suki is just the same she's exactly the same she's just another character she's only going to be asking and probing as much as the producers will allow her to it's not like she's some neutral person and this is some like neutral arbiter in a court or something, right. you, know? <laughs> you know what i mean so when people get mad at the host i'm always like it's not the host's fault you know <laughs> like, i know bad at the show so anyway with that in mind <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so that's my my take on why I think that they wouldn't have um, driven together. And yeah, reasons. Mm-hmm. So was the uh, Cody's awkward entrance with Suki? Suki. Suki's. Do you ever watch True Blood? Suki Stackhouse. No. Okay, never I mind. I know the name. Anywho, um, he's like making jokes and looking all awkward. I'm like, I really just hate this guy. And that's when Kaya, my daughter, was like. Cody, I love Cody. I said, no, no, no. no. We're about to disown you, child. There, right. You can do like, anything in the world except for that. Right. <laughs> That's the only thing that will make us disown you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I like how the, she asked, like, what would your theme song be? Yes. Our... So, so, okay. So the girls are all like, whatever. They're good stuff. And you'll say your stuff about this. Cody. With his whatever, losing my religion, and then he proceeds to mansplain REM <laughs> Suzuki. I'm like, what? Like he's trying to sound so profound in this word salad that just starts. That's when his word salad started. It was 
From that moment, he opened his mouth and it was one long run-on sentence from there until the end of the show. That was it. He never answered a question once. He didn't do any of that. He just said, well, then let me tell you about my cousin's sister's yellow door salad tree bush sheet. And then, I mean, it could be literally be any combination of words because mm-hmm. none of it makes sense and none of it nope. answers any questions. So that said, well, that was hard for me to take notes on this episode, too, yeah. because he was all over the place. I'm like, does he even understand the questions that are being asked of him? Yeah, like, OK, the so. question, are you and Janelle still together? What's the status? All he had to say was, no, we're not. But he couldn't. He couldn't say that. No. Mm-mm. He had to go on into like a, a, a soliloquy about why the birds get up in the morning and eat worms because <laughs> that has something to do i don't know like anyway so i don't know the, what we can analyze or talk about with regards to him but with well, all of that said <laughs> what would your theme song be oh um i was thinking about mine and i i really <laughs> on my depressive days and, and busy yeah, like, days, be like, like my depressive days it'd be like hurt by johnny cash and then like on other days it would be like rage against the machine (laughs) (laughs) some days it would be chill like fleetwood mac depending i don't know like i don't know my my music's all over the place i can't think of my life oh i no, i it doesn't matter like i there's like you there's so many songs there's so Mm -hmm. many depending on the day you know am i having like an angry like like you said rage you know day or or something you know or am i feeling more like oh i just want to go like chill some old school like um snoop dog or something mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. depends yep depends. Mm-hmm. my apple so- like version the apple version of the spotify wrapped for your like music is interesting i just started my playlist today of my apple songs like i love the spotify wrapped but i'm too poor to have the subscription now yeah i don't so, have a subscription either i it won't did it wrap it for you because it didn't for me oh no we it, like it wrapped the 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 podcaster one. Oh, oh, oh um gotcha. but i didn't like i mean i don't know like whatever i don't you i don't really use spotify that way i mean i use we have apple music like family and stuff so like we gotcha. have all, you know so everything we use is is apple music and mm, I like okay. apple podcasts and stuff so um, gotcha. Apple does a version of that. So, I mean, I guess I'd have to look, I mean, you'd see, look through that playlist and see what my, what my uh, theme songs would be on any given day, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, back to the questioning, Cody starts babbling about getting married to all of his wives in the past, looking back on it. And he said he was so anxious to be living the principle of plural marriage that he was not vetting who he was marrying. Uh, to be compatible with him yeah which is just all all of this word salad from beginning to end of this episode was just him saying that when he got married they got they didn't have it wasn't wasn't romantic love which is what we've all said everybody watching the show has been saying for years exactly you know and then when he met robin it was like oh shit this is actual love Mm -hmm. like not marrying for the principle of it you know what we've always said for years and this is just his you know eighteen thousand words soliloquy about why about how right and you know how i always try to give him the benefit of the doubt uh, i know he says 
the blame lays on one thing yeah, and one, one thing. thing only. And I was like, oh, here it comes. He's going to own up to it. He's going to go out of him. And then he's like, you should start out in love and marry. And then he goes on and on. (laughs) And then he's like, I thought it was acceptable. And I thought I could make up the difference. It's about growing a family together, not being in love. We love each other, but not in love with each other. He tries to make it sound so much like, I don't know, like he's trying to romanticize it or like, (laughs) <laughs> like he's, he's trying, trying to be like victim like it's all like in the sense of i did my best see guys i i, I had a lot to do yeah like, like i had a lot of responsibility and i did it this thing like this grand huge thing that he did and he tried so hard and 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 you know what they all tried hard right mm-hmm. like i get all that but the matter of fact thing is is that they all got married young for the principle, not for love. And mm-hmm. they loved in their own ways what they knew. And now they've all starting to learn other love, right? Like actual love. And they're going, oh, maybe this isn't what we want. You know, maybe plural marriage doesn't work because then you don't get to experience actual love or whatever. All of it is just like he's making it sound, yeah, like. He's, and you mentioned it earlier when you said that Cody finally admitted to not loving them. And he said, literally, quote, I fell in love with Robin and I never fell in love with anyone else. I was just choosing to be in the covenant of love with them. So I'm like, wow, he actually owned up to like something out of the something, entire episode. Yeah, yeah. One cent, you know, or a couple Saying sentences ne- of yeah. truth. Yeah. That he fell in love with Robin. Um so heartbreaking when and then i guess you'll get to this i guess uh, when christine says yeah like I, the moment i realized he was in love with her like oh and as a woman i just yeah, like, i felt it in my gut uh-huh. like, i just felt it she, she my heart talking to him and he's all giddy and in love and she's realizing that he's in love with her and oh that that, that what we have isn't actually love Right. Oh, you know, and all that. It was like, oh, you know. And I'm pretty sure every single person that's listening right now, man or woman, mm-hmm. knows you've had that gut moment mm-hmm. where you're with somebody and maybe they're cheating on you and you you know it, or you just have that feeling that your partner is in love with somebody else or or whatever, or you maybe it's your crush. Like you just know. You just, your, know. you just know you just know that's and it it's not you mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's what it, whatever it is it's not going to be you and it's done and over and like your heart just oh like I felt for her so badly mm-hmm. right there well then we go on to Janelle being interviewed and I I will say I feel like Janelle was in a little bit of denial about what was being told to her because she was told hey Cody just admitted in other words, I'm, I'm summarizing this. Mm-hmm. Cody just admitted to being in love with Robin and only Robin and never in love with any of you, else, anybody else. How does that make you feel? Or did you do you feel the same way? That's kind of the summary of it. Mm-hmm. And she goes on to say that, well, no, you know, we were young and our, our love grew. And that although, yes, I do think that Robin and him have a very deep connection. Um we also had a connection. I mean, she wasn't really like hearing, I don't think, what Sookie had to say. She's kind of like, I don't want to say making excuses, but just, I don't think the reality had like hit her yet. That's my opinion. Yeah. That, 
I feel like that answer didn't necessarily match the question, so I suspected some shenanigans with the editing, but um, like with a cut and splice mm-hmm. about what they showed Suki asking versus what they showed Janelle answering, mm-hmm. because it didn't quite line up with the question didn't line up with what was asked. And makes in, sense. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it's like objection non-responsive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, is kind of that's what I kept yelling at Cody. Um, <laughs> because every time he was asked a question, he would go on, and then I'd be like, non-responsive narrative. Stop. <laughs> Cody should be like a defense attorney, like, but a really terrible one. Like, I feel like he would just confuse the courtroom, or he would just confuse people. Well, like there are plenty of attorneys that do that already. We don't need another one in the mix. And I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Okay. <laughs> I mean, oh God. okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. And now back to the show. Okay. So Cody then goes on. Oh, sorry. Janelle goes on to say, I don't think we had this grand passion that maybe like Robin and and Cody oh, had. Yeah, but yeah. what we had was good and I'm like okay yeah well okay I think I mean I think she I think she is romanticizing it to a point too like she is not at a point where she's going like oh god all of that really sucked like she's in a place whether she's still in this place and she needs to move through it to something else or she's moved through something else and this is like her end point mm-hmm. but it's like she is in a place where she's thinking of all the good times like look it wasn't all terrible like okay it was what it was like you know what i mean like she's just matter of fact about it she's not Mm -hmm. like she says oh okay we um you know we we loved each other sort of you know when we got married we got married for the 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 principle plural, plural marriage and the covenant and whatever and we grew to love each other we had this great relationship i mean for what it was i think is sort of like the the unsaid part right Mm -hmm. i think she's still romanticizing that what they had was was great and maybe it's because she to our knowledge hasn't found her version of dave right like Mm -hmm. christine has moved on because she she's found the true love you know cody has found the true love and robin janelle hasn't yet so she is just like oh yeah this is great because she doesn't have something better to compare it to that's true yeah maybe that's where she's at with it yeah definitely uh, Cody goes on to say that he wept, he wept for joy basically when he met Robin and that they clicked right away. Whereas the other women, it took many years over a lot of time for him to come up, even come close to that kind of bond that him and Robin have. And we're all watching this like, yeah, no shit. You, you know, we all understand this. We as non-polygamists, you know, watching this show as just humans in the world. We're like, oh yeah. You could love somebody or you don't love somebody and you right. marry people you didn't love. And he's going on like it's this huge, grand, like whatever, like conspiracy or something. You know? And it's mm-hmm. just like, no, you click with some people and you don't with others. Like the rest of us have been doing this our entire fucking lives. Like, where are you been? And I think people listening to need to if they're in a, if you're in a relationship where uh, you feel like maybe your partner isn't supportive enough or isn't giving you meeting your needs things like that like if a man is one if he wants to he will right and i think it goes down to comes down to like look cody's literally saying he's weeping for joy when he's around robin and he's basically ignoring the other woman like and even christine goes on later to say oh wow watching cody with robin 
cabin, you know, he's doing all these things for her that I've asked him to do or that he won't do for me. Right. Because but, he loves her. Yeah. You know, and he it's like doing for her. Right. So you find love that somebody person. you want to do those things. You want find that person that wants to do things for you guys. Don't settle for her. Yeah. And I think this is maybe this is why Cody is so triggering to me after all of this. Right. Because he's like going on and on and on. Like he's the only person who's ever been in love, like who's ever <laughs> been in relationships that weren't love and then finds true love. Like he's the only person who's this has ever happened to. Right. Like not the rest of us. Like I'm not I don't have previous marriage. Like, like, come on. Right, yeah. right. Like we all like we've all done this. Right. He acts like he's the only person you know, that this has ever happened to and stuff. And so going back, like seeing him in that light, acting like this victim of this, you know, true love bug or whatever he's, you know, victim of Cupid or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, wasn't my fault that I just fell in love with Robin and, and turned into an asshole, you know? Yep. <laughs> All Completely took the blame off of himself. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, always, always takes the blame off of himself. So he goes on and on about how this is like, you know, his his grand plan. So so now he's finally sort of admitting this situation, right? That we've all been saying for years and years and years. And he's acting like he's the only one that this has ever happened to. And so like, that gives me a new level of ick for him, right? That just adds another level of reasons why I don't like him. And so going back and watching the other scenes with him, knowing that he's been sitting here like all of these years trying or at least the season you know trying to be like oh no i love you and it's your fault and he really is gaslighting these women mm, yes he is yep um into thinking that he loves them when he's admitting now that he doesn't and he never really did but then i'm going back and seeing him gaslight these women again and and seeing it in a new with a new level of rage. That's right. why it's because he's also you know rather than owning up to it, and be like, listen, I didn't know I wasn't in love with him till now or whatever. He's saying, well, it's not my fault. You know, sorry, he didn't even say sorry. Well, I spent thirty years with you, and you know, well, yeah. And I think not loves part of why I think Janelle was just like you know, oh well, you know, it's it wasn't just 30 years like it was good it was good we had a great time that you know whereas cody's like oh anything that happened before robin might as well not have existed mm -hmm. you know and mary yeah. calls him out on that at one point saying like look like that's great that he fell, he fell in love like we all want that for everybody but he in you know basically in polygamous marriage you you don't neglect the rest of your family for that one. You have to learn to thrive in all of it. And Mary said that. Janelle said that too. And they're like, he just didn't do that. He just clearly didn't want to be with any of us anymore after her. And that's not. And not only did he not do that, he created turmoil and chaos to then be able to walk away easier than if he were to have been just honest with the mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. And that's like the dumb men that can't break up with a woman mm -hmm. so they push her away and they mistreat her hoping right. that she'll finally break up with them that's what right. he's doing it's, it's just another version of that right yeah and on like a grander scale it's like that on steroids because he's got so many years invested with all of these why it's not just one family he's blowing up it's like you know multiple families multiple branches of a family i guess you right. know well, then when Suki asked Robin about how she feels about the situation, about him loving her more, yada, 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 Robin starts fake crying again and saying, she's 
like constantly suppressing and hiding her feelings for Cody um, around the other sister wives. Do we see one tear this episode? Like actual mm-hmm. tear? No, yeah. I didn't think so. She pretended yeah. to like dab at the corner like she was dabbing at a tear, but I didn't actually see a tear. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she she annoyed me on so many levels too um but i feel like i feel like my rage with her is gonna is gonna be a more of a slower burn than my rage with cody like with cody i was instantly enraged yeah this episode with robin like she pisses me off but it's usually by the end of the episode i get pissed off is mm-hmm. my rage with her builds because she starts off being all and then you see her her like the way her manipulations kind of play out at the end yeah especially because there were no hard questions yet directed toward robin yes so that's why i was like you're crying over things that are not even about you yeah we haven't even gotten to you yet robin like I don't feel like maybe that's why she didn't really annoy me as much because I feel like she wasn't really a part of this episode yet. Like she was there, but I don't feel like she contributed. Like mm-hmm. any real questions were asked of her. That I have a question for you, Katrina. Yeah. If both Cody and Robin are constantly playing victim, uh-huh. if they get into a fight and they're both victims, who wins the fight? Is it Cody? Cause he's the, the leader of the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're both a victim, right? In okay. any situation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they get into arguments, let's say, whatever. Well, no, Cody, like, and they're just like manipulating each other. Like, right. who okay. wins arguments between the, the two argument? of them? I think it would depend on what Cody thought he wanted. So if he wants to be babied, you know and like his ego stroked right mm-hmm. like and be hurt and oh but you did this to me and whatever if that's what he wants robin will capitulate to that i think definitely I agree. but what he wants is dependent on how she manipulates him into wanting it so it's what he thinks he wants but it's really her she'd already manipulated him into thinking how he needs to behave so that she can be because she needs him to be a victim so she can be the doting wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him to be I a certain way. In some ways, she's a lot smarter than we give her credit for. Oh, and yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really, yeah. with her tactics, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. But Absolutely, 100%. And I think she, yeah, she plays this whole thing. And then, and she, she tried to play stupid even with, with Suki or whatever and was like, oh, was, were, were they saying that that's what, he was telling them how much he was in love with me, you know. Right, yeah, that like, kind of Suki, rubbed me the wrong way. Suki didn't say that or anything close to that. So, if that's what either what you're hearing, you've got a hearing problem, which obviously she's going to hear it through her own lenses of mm-hmm. twisted whatever she is, and so it, she's going to interpret it in a certain way. But like, she's also trying to do her own manipulation of gaslighting into it because if. By her saying it that way, she then turns it back on Suki and makes it about Suki, right? Like, make it like she said that to her. Because mm-hmm. we saw that exact same thing previously with them. Yeah. Where, like, no, you know, it, Cody was all going off about, or Suki was going on about something that Cody had told her. But that's not actually what Cody had told her. So Suki's telling other people, and it wasn't actually what was said. And so... I don't know. I get very <laughs> mm-hmm. when Robin was 
taking what Suki said and twisting it, I was like, oh, that's her manipulation right there. Yeah. Yeah. She's twisting it verbally to turn it around and put it back on you to make it be like, you said this about me. Oh, God. Oh, no. How could you say such a thing about me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. Well, later on, they, um, Suki asked Christine, um, about the the soulmate thing with Robin and Cody, like, did she know that they were soulmates? And she said she knew that they were soulmates and confronted him about it early on in him and Robin's relationship, mm-hmm. and that he denied it. And so then you talk about gaslighting. Right. This whole time he's been denying, no, 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 she's not my soulmate. No, whatever, whatever. Only now to be like, well, no, she is my soulmate, and I never loved any of you. So exactly, which is why I'm so enraged going back and seeing him before, because now he's admitting that this whole time where he's been acting like, oh, I love you so much, and you're being a bitch because you're friends with your sister wife, you know, then when when we know that he actually like it, it makes it that much worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Cody then talks about Janelle and his relationship and says he's interested in working on a relationship with Janelle, but, you know, he just hasn't really done anything about it. So there's that. <laughs> Janelle's like, he hasn't earlier, asked to... when earlier he's talking about, well, I, I want to reconcile. No, you don't. And no, then you don't. 20 minutes later into the interview, you say you're not doing anything about it because you don't want to do anything about it. So you don't want to reconcile. Like, shut the fuck up. Pay attention to how people treat you and if their actions line up with their words. People can say a lot of things. Like, Cody can talk a lot. God knows he talks a lot. So much words. Talks a lot of shit. So much words. (laughs) Word garbage. It's so much words falling falling out of his face. Then he turns it around with Janelle and says that he's mad that Janelle and Christine have this relationship that they've been trash talking him for two years. Because it always has to be about him, right? right? And it's because he's guilty and of not loving them but oh that part's true by the way like yeah. he really admits to it so, okay god uh, not I was about guilty. you asshole i was guilty of not being in love with them from the beginning i'm like okay so i guess he's sort of admitting that in a way yeah, so we finally get some backhanded admissions about this right and mm-hmm. the, that makes it so much more terrible because he's like yeah no i really didn't but i know last week i was yelling at her saying it was her fault for not loving me enough even though i love her enough yeah no you don't asshole the hell you love her you just no you actually don't but you've spent 30 years gaslighting her into thinking yep he then goes on to say he's ready for romantic love with janelle and that christine always wanted romantic love with him so christine wanted romantic love for him he didn't want to give it to her but him and janelle really didn't have a strong romantic connection i guess yeah but now he wants that from Janelle. I'm like, he no, doesn't. no, he does not. Hell you don't. No, 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 no. And then for that thousandth time, we it's see the, the fight between Janelle. He, he thinks it sounds good for him to say that because there's no chance of it actually happening. But he thinks by saying that he can be like the good, strong, like honorable man who, you know, this is, I do, I want this for everybody. I'm a good polygamist. I want yeah. spread love should be multiplied, not divided. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> because there's no chance uh, hell of it actually happening there's no harm to him by saying it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh when we see the fight again for the hundredth time cody said to janelle she co-parented with christine and he's like really upset about that it seems like she's like you weren't never available 
Yeah. Which I don't remember hearing that before. So maybe that's new. Maybe it's not. I mean, like in the actual fight scene. Yeah. I think it it becomes clear. Like, oh, I guess you'll, you'll get to this about why the Janelle Christine friendship triggers mm-hmm. it. And then he was like, you've cheated me out of contact with my family. So hashtag the Lulu. Janelle's finally like, shut your fucking mouth and let me talk for a minute. And then he mouth, you fucking asshole. Then he slams the door and then they fuck you. And then she yells, fuck you. So that I know we've said that many a times on the episode. But hearing Janelle tell him to fuck off is always nice. Now, what's really interesting to me too is that the perspectives of both Janelle and Cody about the fight. So Janelle saying this was the worst fight they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Cody's saying, well, we've had a couple fights. We've separated a few times. But it was yeah. never about me. It was about her relationships with her sister wives. Yeah. But, well, maybe it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, she, if she doesn't want to hang out with her sister wives, guess what? She doesn't hang out with her sister wives. She doesn't want to hang out with you. Guess what? She leaves your ass. Yeah. Okay? It's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so here's another fun Cody quote. I might not have been in love, but I was being loving and I was trying to love. Sometimes I would feel in love. I was making all of the effort and sometimes the emotion wasn't always perfectly there. And I don't feel like I'm accountable for that part of it. Yeah. Word salad for saying I didn't love them. Right. It's not my fault. And it's not my fault. And it's not my fault. But I tried to be nice because I was a loving. No, no. Mm hmm. None of that is true. I mean, he think whatever. I don't know. They probably yeah. did. They all, it sounds like, I mean, they've all been talking about this. The, everything was fine up until Cody found real love with Robin and ignored the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. That to ignore the rest of the family. Otherwise, everybody was fine. Well, I think when you talked about Mary going to therapy, uh, she made a good point when she says he needs to do some self introspection. Which, by the way, self introspection is just like, that's redundant but okay because <laughs> introspection is inside intro so it's self it's inside yourself so the self part of self-reflection doesn't need to be okay i'm just a pedantic asshole sorry well <laughs> we'll be right back hey fraudcasters everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge i know i've always had problems with it whether it was the fit or the quality Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. 
And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. And now back to the broadcast. Um, and then she goes on to say that he feels, it doesn't feel like he's been doing that because there's, there's a lot of blame going on. And I'm like pot calling kettle black, like as far as being introspective. I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But hey, she's working on it. It seems like yeah. maybe. Yeah. It looks like <sighs> we're going to hear more from Mary um, coming up, which is going to be. What do you fucking do? Well, it might be. I mean, if she's, if, if, if we, you know, uh, you know, but just like you always fall for Cody, I just realized this. You always fall for Cody thinking he's about to say something profound, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always fall for the tease of Mary being on the verge of saying something um, like something amazing and breakthrough, self, self-introspective, as it were, <laughs> to use oh. her words, right? Yeah. Like, like just when I think she's about to like really come at it and be like, yeah, I'm gonna leave you, you fucking asshole. No, she's like, um, the Airbnb need or the B and B needs me. Um, mm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I'm always a victim to that. I just realized it. That's funny because I you read my mind. I was kind of thinking that, and then you said it. So we were as like, I was saying it, I just was yeah. like, fuck. Um, my guess is that she's going to be interviewed and be like, you know, I'm I I have a lot to say, and then it's going to be like, yeah, I'm working on myself, and right, I don't know what's going to happen. Like that's going to be right. Uh, Cat wanted to come in, she's scratching at the door. Oh, come on in, Winnie. Uh, she's like, Cody. Then goes on to see where I was. (laughs) The kitty. Yeah. Oh. Um. Anyway, so go. Um, Cody says she never once had any empathy for me and always sided with Christine, talking about Janelle. And then he goes on to say Janelle's not capable of being in love or empathy or feelings. Like that was like, okay, Cody, you like make shit up all the time, but that one was like, well, you put somebody down, you put somebody down enough. And then you're going to blame them for not being in love enough. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. (laughs) You treat her like shit for 30 years and then say, oh, well, I don't think she's capable of loving. Which Uh, is so untrue because, you know, is super loving. But just because she didn't coddle your dumb ass after COVID or rush home from her vacation with Christine, mm -hmm. take care of you, which I have all kinds of questions about that but i'm so glad christine talks some sense in janelle on that yeah. because okay so this is where cody's triggers come from right like he was sick with covid and janelle wasn't there to coddle him because she was on this vacation with christine and wouldn't come home right and then after he came home well even though she offered almost died almost died or whatever if i hear almost died one more time from somebody that didn't even go to the hospital with your 99 degree fever like you could still go to daycare with that kind of fever (laughs) you know there's something called instacart i don't know there's delivery hell i had the stomach flu last week it's right there what what robin is right there why did you COVID too right they all did did they have it? I don't think they didn't. Have Only one time. person didn't have COVID. I don't think Aurora. I, I didn't think COVID. The oh, I didn't think that Robin and Cody. Had yeah, it. they all had it except for one of the kids who quarantined Brandon. in the basement. Okay, yeah, the Instacart. But, but, but the thing is, like, Mary. Okay. 
you don't need Janelle to come home. No, I, I was sick last week. I had friends offering and at one point I needed groceries and I didn't want to bother them. So I ordered Instacart. You can have things delivered. You don't need somebody to leave their vacation. That is so selfish. It's a you so know, it's manipulative. Like, yes. To do that, to put that on or like, oh, you should come home and take care of me. Or even if he didn't say those words, he clearly has the influence that she would automatically feel like she has to come home like you know like she's so conditioned you know she's so groomed as it is the word what you know to to be conditioned to that response you know and i'm not saying don't take care of your friends and loved ones no but there is a there is a point where it's like completely just unnecessary and cruel i would never have my friend leave their vacation to come that's a level of codependence like if i'm not even that sick yeah, That's if okay. Janelle had left that to go do that, that would be a level of codependence on Janelle's part. Yes, you're right. Depending, being dependent on so much to your own detriment. And that okay. is a situation that would have been to her detriment. And she would only be doing it in response to his manipulations and his years and years of conditioning where he snaps and she's expected to be, you know the puppy dog yeah and we all know that cody's very jealous of the relationship between janelle and christine mm-hmm. which i think played a big part in that whole scenario as to why 100%. he wanted to break them up 100 is just disgusting mm-hmm. you know in general um why i'm so glad christine talked some sense into her and helped her realize that i'm sure that was hard i i, I feel like that would have been really hard conversation for christine to have with janelle and be like look i know he's your husband but fuck off <laughs> like, yeah seriously. you know what i mean like i would be really difficult for someone to say i think yeah yeah and christine's been trying to be respectful of janelle's position like without being like you need to leave him and it's better on this side and come move to utah with me like mm-hmm. short of saying those actual words that's what she's trying to do but she's trying to be respectful about it at the same time yeah supportive be the right love christine yeah uh so we learn a little bit more about cody and robin's dynamic too when we find out that cody likes to protect her and he doesn't want to go anywhere around the family without her because he feels like the kids are out to get her and everyone hates her or whatever and so he's protecting her and janelle says it's like robin's this like broken dove that he has to protect mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that um i think it's 100 percent the dynamic that robin wants to have well, there we go i was gonna say because the reality is cody's kind of of the broken dove and robin's manipulating this is the dynamic that robin needs in her life right she needs to be the broken dove being taken care of by her her polygamous husband and all of this stuff right Mm -hmm. um because she has this idealized version of polygamous life about what wives and mothers and all this stuff are supposed to do so that involves her being subservient to cody and him being the man of the house so but he's such a beta male he doesn't take that position as the head of the house, right? Like she actually is, but she has to manipulate him. She has to inception him into making him think that he is, mm-hmm. but it's all her. hundred percent. hundred percent. Of course, Robin's like, I never wanted an apology. I didn't ask for one. I was frustrated. My name got brought into this. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. 
and 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 as Janelle said, then it's just about like the mechanics changed, you know, apology mm-hmm. to conversation or whatever. Like, okay, he changed the mechanics of whatever it was. That's just Robin changing the mechanics. Oh, you know, I never said they needed to apologize to me. No, but you implied it when you're by your actions. It's not about you, you know what I mean? Like, eh. yeah. And then Robin's going on to say, I'm, I I encourage Cody to fix his relationship. There are six kids and 30 years of marriage. It's worth fighting for. Well, you should have told him that however many years ago it was that you got married. Yeah. That's when this happened is when he suddenly was in love with you to the exclusion of the rest of his polygamous family that was there before you. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem was started. And that's where and it just grew and grew and grew right yeah we heard janelle in the past to say that after the fight she felt relieved but then we didn't know how relieved she she felt she said she went like running errands after the fight and Mm -hmm. sat in her car and that was when she felt the burden being lifted off of her shoulders and when asked what that what the burden was she said it was that she didn't have to keep putting effort into the relationship with cody (sighs) i was like damn okay get it girl um Birds were singing. I get it. As as a divorced person, I get it. I get that feeling. Um, that I mean, that just anything it confirms, right? Like, wow, mm-hmm. like I feel a hundred percent lighter. Yeah. He made that decision. You don't realize how physically it was manifesting in you. And you you and I talk about this all the time about how emotions are manifesting physically, right? Definitely. Like, with this situation like that if she's making this decision to remove this this toxic person from her life that's her husband and all of that 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 entails like that's huge and if she's feeling light after that like her body is clearly releasing a certain heavy toxicity that needed to be released definitely so i'm watching a lot of like cult documentaries lately (laughs) we all have our minds are warped oh my god like the the mother god oh i got to oh i'm gonna watch the third episode tonight i yes. forgot about it yes because that's some straight up batshit stuff yeah <laughs> like that's not like a cult so much as it is just a bunch of hippies tripping on acid the whole time like i don't know like it's so weird but yeah anyway, i'm gonna watch it so good on hbo you guys the cult of mother god that shit crazy mm-hmm. well <laughs> i can't even say this without laughing the whole six-pack abs and packs thing like oh my cody God. is so delusional and this is where we don't know i can't wait for next week because he's going on to say that he was basically used as a, like a pool boy and that she just used oh, him he- for his body and <sighs> piece of meat i'm just a piece of meat Dude. Which makes me think that maybe they had really kinky sex, and like that's why he's trying to turn it around on Janelle and like place the blame on her. I think, I mean, she mentioned friends with benefits or whatever, right? Like we talked about this before, and then it's like perhaps they didn't have passion, passionate love in the way that like Robin and Cody do, but like clearly they were having some good sex right because they she's always talked about how satisfying that has been Mm -hmm. or i think at one point then she said it was adequate or whatever which also lends me to think that when they have it it's really good you know right 
and maybe it sort of became adequate when once he started falling in love with robin because yeah he didn't want to put in the effort you know yeah he's doing whatever kinky shit on those red leather couches but yeah but yeah i feel like janelle was yeah they were having some really good sex yeah it's got to be hard for some people that you know i don't want to go there because i was gonna say a personal experience and then i'm like nope yep i don't need my mom is different than yes i think i think that's a pretty i mean a lot of people have had that experience i think where you're the physical relationship of like the sexual intimacy part of it doesn't match the emotional relationship Mm -hmm. part of it um in some respect you know what what, whether it's like the secret person you hide because it's like you can't be seen in public (laughs) with them but the sex is really good you know or something yeah i don't know like i mean there's so many variations on that but i think that's a pretty relatable experience definitely (laughs) and it sounds like that might have been the situation there (laughs) yeah and that's pretty much the end of the episode we will find out uh how good the sex was maybe between janelle and cody and if she was really using him for his body and then we hear mary who <laughs> stands up for herself and says her voice will be heard and i'm sure this is thought he, maybe it will like, and I, I, I she's really gonna do it this time i don't I know think she's gonna whisper I, now that gonna... i recognize it though now that I, the pattern's been pointed out to me i can do something about it yeah <laughs> now now i reckon recognize the pattern. see once you know it you can recognize the pattern before it starts happening Mm-hmm. patterns of behavior this is what i do in my you know therapy life <laughs> <laughs> trying to recognize patterns of behavior before they become all-encompassing you know hyperfixation yeah <laughs> i digress <laughs> anyway um yeah so um part two coming up this weekend this week and 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 we saw something that there's going to be a two-part wedding special christine's wedding mm-hmm. yes yes we did so very excited about that um lots of interesting stuff all right thanks for tuning in we love you guys bye Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.